What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside of the Tap In studio. Man, we got a good one today, boy. Um, I had to get my... Uh, I just found out my frat brother on this thing. You know what I'm saying? The noobs got to represent here. Noob, See, noob. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> we, we had to bring him on. Mr. Johnny Collins. What's yes, happening, sir, man? Thank you much, man. How you doing today? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me, Doc. Yeah, appreciate it, man. You got like a... Um, like a Johnny Gill kind of swag, you know what I'm saying? Some smooth. Don't wanna have a, I don't want to have a Johnny Gill <laughs> swag. I mean, no lie, man. but I but I appreciate the sentiment. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny did too much whining for me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear all that. <laughs> That's what's up, man. So I wanted to bring you on here, man, because. You know, it's a it's a lot of people out there that's like, um, including myself. You know what I mean? Starting a business, starting to uh, trying to grow their business, and not, right now I've been seeing a lot of um, like a lot of people online doing some like self help or sure. selling you programs to help you build your business, help you get credit and all this. And I'm like, I need somebody I could just actually go to, plug it right into the source. You know what I mean? So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you in. And you have your own title company, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Now, tell me, how did you get started in, in I guess, titling or in, t- in titles? All right. I'm usually kind of embarrassed to tell this story, but I'm going to give you the truth, the short yeah. version. Please. Very short. You don't have to do short. We, we were, in the, we were in, the, um, in the mortgage business. We were on the mortgage bank. And my business partner was literally cussing and fussing at an escrow officer. And this was a um, this would happen every week, same time, same place, every Friday in mm. the month specifically, right? And I said, you know what? Let's just start a title agency, if nothing else. And at the time, our Maverick tickets, uh, we had to pay for our Maverick tickets, so the money was due. Uh. So I was like, if nothing else, we'll take the money we make off title and pay for our Mavericks, Rangers, Cowboys, and uh, Stars tickets. Uh, okay. And nine months later, we had a title agency. Now, I don't want to just minimize it. It make it sound like it was just um that easy, but it was really kind of that simple. Mm, okay. So what was that process moving from mortgages to titles? I mean, th- th- this story is is so engaged. The the process was really a horrific process. Really? Yeah. Because we had no intentions of ever participating on a day-to-day fashion in the title business. But at the time, we partnered with some other guys, uh, which there's a lesson there we'll get into possibly later or another time. Mm -hmm. But the guys we partnered with end up not necessarily being, uh, we weren't aligned in the end, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, we figured this out about two weeks into the partnership, and it was crazy stuff, man. Like, when we was- Two weeks? Bro, we were breaking bread, doing our thing, kind of formulating everything. You know, we praying, we doing all this stuff that Christians tend to do. Um, after the deal was closed, one of the guys writes books on why God doesn't exist. Now, I tell a man, you know, all day, I don't have a problem with you believing what you believe. Yeah. Like, real talk, because I can make money with anybody. Yeah, all yeah. Right? But don't give me no fugazis. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't, you, don't tell me something or make me feel like you giving me what you think I want. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I want to I wanna know you. Yeah. Who you are. Yeah. So, amongst a a, a long list of other things, bro. Lawsuits start flying in that partnership thirty days in. What? The problem was we was making dope money. Like it, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I tell people all the time, the best thing ever happened to me was business failure. Because mm. we made so much money on the front end in a business we knew nothing about. That if if I didn't have a humbling moment, right? Yeah. 
you know, I don't know, man. Just, you know, you know, I would like to think that it would have been okay. But knowing what I know, it probably wouldn't have been okay. Yeah. You know? um, so there's several lessons in that. Um, the first one that I, that I really want to tell you is sometimes you just got to do it. Right. All right, you want to start your business? Yeah. Okay, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what does it take? I don't know, but let's just do it, and then we'll figure it out figure on the fly. Out. yeah. Now, depending on what kind of mind you are, that doesn't work for everybody. Like, an engineer is never going to just jump into something and just do it, right? But yeah. a sales guy like me, we'll figure that junk later. You know what I mean? Just hide the money, hide the money. We'll figure out what to do with it later. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was kind of the approach. So, realistically, when, when we figured out that our partners, and then it was messing over the money, too. So, we kind of started following the money. Things weren't right. We got engaged on the day-to-day side. Had a bunch of buddies in the mortgage business because we were in the mortgage business. Hey, buddy, need your business. And they sent it all. Mm. And before we knew it, you know, anybody you heard on the radio, anybody that was a real player in the mortgage game, yeah. we had all of that business. Uh. So, we just we just kind of learned on the fly, man, and the rest is history. So how long how long your uh, your company your company been in existence the title company? We've been in the title business for ten years, a little over ten years now. Mm, um, okay, Community National Title has been in ex- existence for about seven years now. Does that make mm. sense? My initial company was Adobe Title. Oh, okay, and uh, Adobe went to hell in a handbasket. Is that the one that uh, with, the, with the other partners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the <laughs> yeah. end, they got kicked out of the title business, bro. That's like a it's like a scene out of Miami Vice, man. I'm gonna tell you that situation was so bad. That I went into a uh, meeting with some people one time, and uh, we had a, a phenomenal meeting, you know, great time. And in the, in the end, one of the ladies was, you know, she was acting kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what's wrong? And she's like, you know what? I owe you an apology. I said, why? Uh, well, somebody told me that your business partner uh, was running women out of, uh, out of your office and that you uh, were selling uh, coke out of your office. And I'm like, golly, why would I be the one running the women? Yeah, I don't yeah. do nothing with no coke. You know, like, like, why, why the black dude got to be the drug guy? You know what I mean? Bro, that situation was so ugly. Mm. Some of the, the, like, the rumor. And I was doing it through New Mexico. That was the thing. Like, bro, I ain't never, I never even been to New Mexico. I played golf there one time. But, yeah. Uh, it didn't involve no drugs. It was yeah. a white ball, not yeah. white powder, you know? Yeah. So, so for me, it showed me several different things, and I learned a lot. Because when you like really rocking and things are going great, you know, everybody sit at the table with you, man, you know, toasting, you know, God bless, pop it up, let's do it. But when junk go to hell in a handbasket, people tend to, um, they, they tend to take all of the negative out of it and disseminate it as, as soon and as, and as outrageous as they can. Look at the news right now. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that you see just in terms of what's going on, it's, it's like... You really believe that? Like, how do you believe that? <laughs> you're right. You know, and I don't care if you're white, black, I don't care what you are. Right. Some of the stuff that's coming out of these folks' mouths is insane. It is. Well, I've, I've, been, a, I've been a part of that. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. And I say a part of it because where I'm at now, what I understand is, is whether it was my fault or not, um, X plus Y equals Z. I was one of those variables on the left side of the equal sign. Yeah, yeah. So I've got to own that. Yeah. Because there's some things I could have done differently that whether it were lies or truth, I could have controlled that, you know, in some shape, form, or fashion yeah. to make it a different result if I had been more prepared. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. So so, so with all that, man, we, we just, you know, once we got in and we learned on the fly, um, things just got better. You know, we got better. Mm-hmm. So um, one of my buddies always has a saying, says, when you get better, it gets better. And that's kind of what happened for us. So as we really started to understand what we were doing and kind of um, moved away from just being like, you know, young gunners to – you know, 
parents and you know responsible adults if you will yeah uh, you tend to just go about the craft differently yeah and uh and really start thinking empire okay yeah and so just so i just so i want to be clear with my audience it, can you explain exactly what titling is in the mortgage space yeah, I like that. I'm going to get a T-shirt. Hashtag titling. Oh. <laughs> so whenever you have um, financing within a real estate transaction, mm-hmm. you're going to have title insurance. So what title insurance does is just basically uh, says several things. First of all, it's the only insurance that insures the past. Any other insurance you have, you have it insures future events. Mm. Title insurance insure, ensures that the seller of a particular property, whether it be commercial, residential, you know, whatever it is, state, government stuff, actually has the right to sell you the property, okay? Uh, okay. From, a, from a buyer perspective, um, it's saying that not only does this person have the right to sell you the property, but they're selling it to you with no encumbrances. What does that mean? There are no IRS taxes or, you know, liens that are going to come back and be your problem. And if, there is, you know, if it is, that's what the insurance is for. So it's a beautiful business because it's our job to make sure that all of the problems – uh, are alleviated before, and, and if they're not, we're gonna charge you for some insurance just in case, right? Uh, going forward, yeah. So, so that's really what you know the, the the basis of the title industry is. We also are a third party disinterested uh, group from the standpoint of when your uh, mortgage company or your bank sends us the documents, it's not our job to necessarily you know, go through the details and make sure you're getting a good deal. It's our job just to make sure that the structure and the formulation of all the documents as long as as well as the monies that are coming in play are done in a non biased way. So mm. in essence, I don't represent you, I don't represent them. I'm just making sure everything is done legally and fair for everybody. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From a process perspective. Right. Right. Now, mind you, if you're my partner, you know, I'm always make sure, you know, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, hey. But that's a different conversation. Yeah. yeah. It's good to have a title, Lord. Yeah, man, you got to have a title. <laughs> and the other beautiful part about this, um, when I started in this business, there was no other body, there was not anyone else that looked like me. Mm. All right. Yeah. Those that had been in the business, uh, that 2000. Forest 2008-ish, you know, run pretty much took all the black folks out. Ah, Good, okay. bad, or indifferent. Yeah, yeah, And when we came in, we, we came in owning an actual um, agency, which um, which is really owning the whole table. So we owned every aspect of the business, which was kind of unheard of from an African-American perspective, uh, just because most, most of the time, I think, and I'm kind of guessing on this, but I'm, I'm just guessing. Most people don't really understand what it takes. I was too dumb to be afraid of what it took, and that was the only way we were going to do it anyway. Yeah. So we just jumped in. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So because we just jumped in, I didn't know to be hesitant of these things, which if I knew then what I know now, I probably would have done it differently. But if I had done it differently then, you, you know. probably wouldn't be where you yeah, at. I'm a part of five title agencies now. Mm. So it's 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 the only thing that that I that we've actually ever known. And it's the only way that I would ever grow or get into the title business going forward. Because uh, you want to own all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. And sometimes ignorance is is a good thing. You know what I mean? It's bliss, yeah. Bliss very specifically. Yes. Bliss does not necessarily give you any power, right? But it just gives you a level of excitement to keep going. Right. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, um, 
I'm learning about uh, mortgage notes, right? Mm-hmm. Buying the debt mm-hmm. and just collecting the interest. And I think my my I think my 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 mistake right now is knowing too much about it. You know what I mean? If I I think if somebody would have just be like, you know, you could buy this debt and then you'll get paid the interest. I think if somebody would have just told me that, I would have jumped at it. But now that I know that um all this bankruptcy and uh um uh, uh what is it? Uh Thir- title 13 what is it um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 13, chapter 13 chapter 13 now it slows I'm, down everything and now you're gonna wait yeah and now i know chapter, too much chapter seven you screwed yeah but that's the game like yeah like i don't necessarily believe in knowing too much only because that's not the way my brain works mm. does that make sense yeah See, you didn't you didn't taught me something about yourself you, you you maybe more or less on the engineering side you know this where you need to know every step this and that. I don't have to know how the sausage is made. Yeah. I just want to know, does it have some jalapenos and cheese in it? That's the one I want. So bring it out. I'm going to eat it. Right? Yeah. And let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. So I, where I would encourage you is uh, you got to just push through sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? My, right. I, was, I just left my son's soccer game. And, uh, you know, he's a dope young kid, man. He's just, you know, somebody I'm proud of. Yeah. And I'm sitting up on the side with my wife and my daughter. And uh, my daughter is, you know, Dad, I want to do a backflip, this and that. I said, baby, you've been flipping since you was four. She's nine now. And she's like, yeah, but I'm afraid. I said, whoa, 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 Afraid of what? I said, girl, if you don't get your behind, you know, behind out there and flip. And I literally punked her into doing it. Yeah, But I did it with very distinct and specific intentions. Yeah. When you start getting afraid, you do this. You hesitant, yeah. No, you sit. Oh, you sit, sit back. Uh, you don't do nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, forget your fears. Just go do it. Yeah. You know, be afraid along the way. Right, you know? right. I'll tell you the same thing. If you're going to buy some notes, buy some notes, right, and going on. And I prefer to buy the house uh, and control it, control the asset first, and then do what I want to do with the notes. That's, that's just my me personally because that's all that I've known. Right. My mother, on the other hand, she'll buy notes. In a heartbeat, because she don't want to deal with the house. Exactly. So it's just a matter. Of and that, and that's that's my take. I, I really don't want to be a landlord. You know what I mean? I really just want to collect the interest, take that interest, and go do something else with it. Oh, you know what I mean? You, I'm gonna mess up the whole show, man. I, no, go I ahead. I don't understand when people say they don't want to be a land. What do you mean you don't want to be a landlord? Because do you want to be a jet owner? A jet owner? Yeah. You do you want to own a private jet? Not necessarily. Okay, what do you what do you want in this world that's great? I'm so, gonna just destroy that whole concept. Okay. So I'm looking at a piece of property that I wanna move this into, right? Okay. It's right across the way. How how many how many units are in it? What do you mean how many like how units? many how many offices does it have in it? It's none. It's it's an actual restaurant. Okay, that so I wanna be just wanna, you or are you gonna lease it out to other places like owner occupied and lease it out to other folks so they can pay the note and you can just do it for free? So here here's Here's what I want to do, right? I want to have a, a podcast studio, right? I want to have a recording studio for music, right? And I want to have um, a space where you could, where I can produce like film stuff, right? All in this one space, as well as have my offices and you know something like that. So what I want to do is lease it out to people who want to come in there and record music, people who want to come so in there. How is that not a? How is that not a uh, freaking? Landlord, the same concept, right? But I'm saying, but that that will be that will be my only property, that right? That will be my only property that I own, right? All the notes and stuff, like people already bought their house. Hey, man, you got to pay somebody. Just pay me. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want, I don't want to have no responsibility to your place. Now, if you don't pay, 
then yeah, I'll man, then want, I'll take it sport, then I'll take it want, over. Man, you want chicken without the bone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, I guess so. Note, but you don't want that. What? I want that. I take their house. Keep your money. I take the house. I can figure out what to do with the house. You know what I mean? Yeah, but a, a lot of this stuff that I'm running into, the people are way in default. Like we ain't paid in a couple of years on a mortgage. You Which know what I'm saying? The reason why we want the house going on. God bless you. You had a shot. <laughs> yeah. You know, you messed it up. You'll be restored <laughs> at your next house. But you can take this one and go do what you want to do. See, I guess my way is I just want the interest. I just want to earn the interest. I heard Warren Buffett says there's two people in this world. There's people who pay interest and there's people who earn interest, mm -hmm. right? The people who earn interest is the one who's going to be able to, um, what did he say? It's a um, compound interest. So you, you got a couple of them, you know what I mean? Then you you can grow your 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 wealth fight significantly. Well, let me tell you this, man. First of all, I love how you think. Okay. Well, I ain't trying to crap on your parade. No, you, no, no. Because you're talking right. Okay. But, but but it's freaking Warren Buffett, man. He got like $70 billion. Of course. Warren Buffett can trip over a doggone curb, break his neck. From the time it takes him to trip and break his neck, he done made $500,000. Right? That's like a 10-second span. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, of course, he just wants to earn interest because he has – what else he going to do? He ain't trying to build a nest egg. He got a, you know, like the fourth, fifth greatest nest egg. In the history of American mankind, right? Right. But from me and your perspective, we're still in growth mode. Mm -hmm. So can you do what you want to do and just earn interest? Absolutely, you can. But why not pick up the sword, the sword, so to speak, put on the doggone armor, and go fight the fight? You give them two, three years, build it. Now, all of a sudden, you got three, four, five, 20, 30, 40, whatever your number is, million dollars. Well, yeah, go earn your interest. You know what I mean? Man, let me tell you one of the greatest joys in my life. You know, I don't I don't I'm not I don't get into like um stuff. Me neither. I'm with you on that. If my wife was here, she might be giving me a side eye right now. I like buying my wife dope stuff. Right? And I do like my kids to have dope stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's for myself, you know, I'm not really tripping. You know what I mean? Like I'm 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 see what I this is what I do. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I just wanna go play golf. And I wanna play dope golf with dope people yeah, yeah. in dope places. Like, yeah, yeah. That's my thing, right? Okay. But I wanna get up in the morning and I wanna look at interest earned. <laughs> I I wanna look at it. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. My wife called it money porn. Yeah. I just wanna look at it. I wanna know that it's there, you know. Um and it's not so much that I'm getting caught up on the money. As much as when I look at it, it's a symbol of the work. Mm. And one thing that I do love to do is um, I love to give, mm. right? Yeah. Specifically in situations where people may not have certain opportunities or just whatever that may be. Yeah. I'm not talking about I just want to go out. And when I came over here, it was a joke on the curb, man. He pulled up. I'm like, hey, doc, I know you got some money, man. I said, how much you want, Doc? You know what I mean? Yeah. He said, man, give me $10, dog. I gave him 20 As a matter of uh -huh. fact, I gave him $20 and a cigar. <laughs> okay. And it's funny because um, I get great joy out of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And I don't don't ask me why because I don't necessarily know why outside of it's just something that I love to do. Mm -hmm. And I grew up in a household, you know, with givers. So maybe that has something to do with it as well. But – but, but I just think the more we can get to a place to where we build it out, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I'm going to come back to building it out and why that's important. And then get into a place to where our interest pays us, that's legacy money now. 
Right. See, nobody really ever correlates, especially not in our community. Right. The two, they don't correlate interest to legacy, because interest gonna pay whether I want it to pay or not. Right. Right. Interest gonna pay whether I trip over that curb, break my neck, and die. Right. Yeah. Or I'm walking around. Yeah. It's still gonna pay. That's legacy money. Right. Yeah. But the process of getting to a place where you can live off interest, man, that's the beauty. That's why I'm saying go be a landlord, doc. Take them, bro. Embrace the doggone pain. The the the, the little hurts that you get from being a landlord, man. Write a book and sell that junk. People selling worse for far more. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It blows me away some of the stuff that people sell now, yeah. and they get rich on it. Yeah. Because people are that thirsty and hungry for knowledge and leadership. Mm. Yeah. You know, this some this some uh. <laughs> It's some small time pimping here, man. Okay, good. I tell you all the time, everybody wants leadership. I don't care if you're a man, woman, boy, or girl. I don't care what they talking. In some capacity, a joker wants to be led, right, mm-hmm. in a way that's going to help them get to the next place. Right. Very few people get up and say, you know what, I'm going to grab this sword and go do it on my own today. Most people get up and say, man, I wish I had somebody. I wish somebody would come into my life. You know what I mean? And yeah. help me get to the next place. Yeah. Now, we don't verbalize that outward, you know, a lot. But in our hearts, we always think, man, if I could just win this lottery. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. These jokers be going break broke, so I need somebody to show me what to do with the money. Right. <laughs> right. Y'all, that's leadership, man. Y'all just want some leadership. Yeah. Y'all might want some leadership on how to play, uh, you know, uh, the video game, Call of Duty or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Or they might want something that's, you know, a lot more serious, you know? Yeah. You know, it's just it's just... A lot of broken people, man. A lot of whole people. We just need what we need. Yeah, and and I guess that's that's part of my reason even looking into uh, into the notes because it's like by fifty, I want to be where you at, just playing golf in dope places. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's it. Or doing this. You know what I mean? This is this is my passion. This is what I love to do. Just sitting down with different people, just talking to them because I feel like what that does for me. It just opens up my brain because I'm getting information from people. Exposure, from, man. Exactly. With. Exactly. Because I'm going to tell you something. A note don't appreciate. That's why I like the house. Mm. 12%, baby. Texas average. 12% a year I'm making on a house. Mm. You're not getting that. I'm beating you. I'm killing you on the bottom line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dog. So that 12% is your payment for being a landlord that you're complaining about. Dog, take your 12% interest right there. Well, it's called appreciation, not interest, but it's the same thing. It worked the same way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little bit harder to pull out, but you can definitely pull it out. And the only and the, and one of the things that um, cause I have a guy that that's kind of mentoring me right about the notes. The one thing he was like, the reason why you should get in notes is because the the issue we're dealing with now with the, this virus, people are defaulting on they on they on they on their houses, not paying. The the the, the market is going down. The one thing about interest is it's going to keep paying. But what market is going down? The the housing market. Man, the housing market is killing. Is it? Killing. Oh, okay. Well, I, this is what he telling me. He lying. This the housing market <laughs> is killing. The housing market is still at an all-time high. Period. Really? Bro, period. Period. We had a slight little glitch on the radar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Commercial side went down a little bit. Dog, it's fighting back. It's fighting back like, you know what I'm saying, 1996 uh, Mike Tyson. It's yeah. just trying to get back in the game. So we're not going to go through another 2008 kind of uh, Here's recession. The deal. Here's the deal. I don't have crystal ball. Maybe. 
Okay. But I put all my money on the other side. No. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm fully, I'm in the game. I want to buy as many houses as I can get. Yeah. I want to be the landlord for as many folks that want to pay me. You know, I, that, that. This, this is a phen- and then we have another crisis, man. We we have a um, affordable housing crisis. Mm. So if you buying right, Joker's is in line mm. to buy your house. That's before you get to the Section Eight property. Section Eight don't care nothing about a pandemic. They pay every day right. on the fifth. What that means is I can blow all my money this month, and on the fifth yeah, yeah. that joke gonna reload. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so yeah. don't tell me to walk into Yeah, <laughs> there's a way to do it. Yeah, you, know, you yeah, just gotta yeah. be in the game. You know what I mean, I love the concept of notes, but you can tell I can't get off of that because I don't fool with notes. Right. You look, you're leaving. How, how, how old are you? I'm 40. Man, come on, man. You ain't even priming yet. There's <laughs> so much meat on the bone. Mm. Dog, if you if you just getting the if you're just doing the note, you just eating the, you know, you just eating the fat part of the chicken. Yeah. Right. But you got a whole lot of meat left on the ends. You gristle. You ain't took none of that out. Like it's it's so much meat on the bone, man. Buy the whole doggone house, man. Yeah, I am just with contractors. So, I mean, and I bought a house the other electric. day. It was, a, it was a car in the garage. I said, man, what am I gonna do with this car? RT Thomas. I sent it to my boy T. Yeah. He put that joke on the auction, man, made me a quick nine hundred dollars. Say, man, you know, God bless. <laughs> my point is it's just so much you can do got you, you know yeah. and that's kind of a silly example yeah but yeah yeah you know what i mean i stripped the house took all the light fixtures out it had an oven in it had a uh refrigerator you know wash it dry wash it wasn't worth nothing but you get my point man i'm a i'm a scavenger like that i get real grimy behind my house i mm. love going into a new house i done bought specifically sight unseen because you just never know what great discoveries are waiting to be found man <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. i never forget growing up my mother bought a house and there was a thunderbird like a 57 thunderbird in the garage which we got that mm-hmm. and they sold it but I thoroughly enjoy those things. Some of the stories I can't tell you because we done found some dope stuff in the houses. I'm that petty. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, dude, it's just great. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's about what you get off on. And if if, if, if interest, collecting interest in the note is what you want to do, God bless you. But I'm just telling you, there's it's another not. layer to this for jokers like me yeah. that really get into the discovery <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, see, and that—that that you just talking about it excites me. Like, no. what? What? what I, is tell, I can tell you one of the <laughs> most disappointing things of my month. Uh-huh. I bought a house that had a shed, uh-huh. and you see, dog boy, I getting goosebumps. Think about it, man. I feel like a weirdo. <laughs> Say, man, I walked into this shed and it wasn't nothing there but an old couch. Oh, I, I was so hard broke. Uh-huh. I just knew I'm gonna find me a bucket of money, some gold, you know, some 1952 uh, World War whatever grenade. Some I'm gonna find something yeah. worth something. Yeah, yeah. You know, in this shed. Yeah. But I, I love that kind of stuff. All I found was some little bitty baby Jordans have been chewed up by a dog in an uh-huh. old couch. So are these distressed properties that you're getting, or where, where are you? Um, what what is your your strategy in in buying it? That's a great question. And I wish I had a better answer. I don't. Uh, I just know a lot of people. Mm. And I know a lot of realtors. And they know I'm in the game. Mm. So if you got a seller trying to sell fast or they got a problem, I'm going to fix it. Mm. So call me. Let's figure out something. See how we can. You know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine, everybody wins. And when I say that, I mean it because I don't believe in deals where, you know, me and you cut the deal and I'm over here pumped. 
and you over there feeling kind of wishy-washy. I love situations where you win, I win, so when I see you at the store, right, you just as happy to see me then as you were when we cut that deal. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I've, and I've learned that the hard way. I mean, I've learned that as an offender, and I've learned that as the offended. Mm. So now, you know, that's that's something that I take very personal. You know Because I mean? yeah. you, you build uh that's another form of legacy. You know yeah. I mean? I'm, yeah. A, I'm kind of a morbid guy. One of my dream businesses is owning a funeral home. We won't do that today. <laughs> funeral home? Yeah. I heard there's big business in the funeral homes, too. A big business in birth? Bigger business and death. death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. But my, my point is, man, uh, when I die, I want to make sure that I planted and sowed enough seed where the stories um, are about a legacy. Mm. You know, he gave me a reeling rod. You know what I mean? Put my, put my string on there. You know, put me a lure on there, some dope bait. Yeah. Showed me how to go catch big fish. Yeah. That that That's the... um. The narrative that I want, you know, to come behind me. Right. So in doing that, if I put a joke on some bad line, fishing line on that stuff, and it break everything, yeah. that's not a good look. Man. Right. So everybody got to win. Right. Right. Man. And how long? How long have you been on this this mindset? Like, because I know you said you you started your company ten years ago. How long have you been like been like this? Man, I'm gonna tell you something. You know, my old man was like Yoda, Doc. Mm. But you got to follow me. Because I didn't have, I, I have vivid memories of talking to my mother and like, man, I don't even know if this joker like me. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because our conversations, speaking of my father, were never father-son conversations. They were always, and I mean always, teacher-student. Period. Right? Mm-hmm. Real talk. I'm picking up my, my sister from school. I got a 1986 Toyota pickup truck. It's raining. I gun it. I'm downshifting. I spin that joker out, flip a curb, and hit this 1978 Lincoln. And this is when roasters was like $12 million a piece. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, I hit that curb, went over that thing, hit that joker front, left side, messed up his whole whatever. Again, we call R.T. Thomas. <laughs> R.T. was in, in the yeah. rim business at the time. Okay. So T. got the got the got the roaster fixed. My old man, you know, cut a deal with the dude. Got his car, you know, situated. Man, tore up my whole front end. So I get home and I'm thinking, man, he just cut that deal with that dude on the side of the road. Like that dude was happy, right? Mm. So shoot, I'm gonna get me a new car. Like this is yeah, about yeah. time. Yeah. Man, I got to the house. That joke gave me seventy five dollars. A phone number to a taxi company and a sledgehammer. He said the seventy-five dollars is what you're gonna pay the people down at the picking pool. Call Apache Picking Pool. He said you need a new radiator and you might as well go ahead and find you a compressor for your air conditioner while you're at it. The sledgehammer for you to beat that front bumper back into shape. Mmm. I'm out there beating this bumper, crying and snotting. I'm so mad. I'm crying. I'm, I'm and I'm beating it back in shape. Right? Yeah. Got in the taxi, went down, I got me a new radiator, got a compressor off of a Mazda to put on this night because the, 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 one, of the, one of the homies at the spot said, it'll work on your truck. Yeah. So we come back, we do that. My starter went out too. So mind you, it was about 6.55. I got, the ta- got it back in the taxi to go back up there. They closed. This was on a Friday night. So I had to go back up there early that Saturday morning, get me a new starter. 
My old man, I, it took me two days. Mm-hmm. I literally was late to school on Monday uh-huh. <laughs> trying to get that start on. He didn't give me no directions. He said, if you want to, you want some directions? Just follow the internet, Doc. He said, go down to AutoZone, get you a 1986 through 90 Toyota pickup book. Yeah. And it'll teach you everything you want to know. Now, leave me alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And he would say, if you need some more money, come talk to me. Right. But it wasn't like he was going to give it to me. It was going to be some kind of deal in that. Yeah, right? yeah. As I'm sitting before you at 42, this dude was the greatest presence in my life, man. Because as we're talking, you can tell I ain't tripping on no problem. Actually, mm-hmm. I kind of get off on finding solutions for the problem, uh-huh. right? But it was because it was ingrained in me. But at the core, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We grew up on a farm, bulldozers, tractors, all that. We never called nobody to help us fix this stuff. I mean, the bulldozer, hey, a are way much of this building, right? <laughs> yeah. One of the the, um, the axles fell off the bit, well, broke. We had to take it off. Dog, we had to go buy a machine that was like a six-ton machine. To put the axle back on? My old man called his brothers, and they all wanted the same dude, right? Yeah, yeah, They did it themselves, right? Mm. And, and it's just, at this stage of my life, um, I've always been kind of a an over-analytically inclined person. Mm-hmm. To the point to where it's offensive to people sometimes. Mm. I don't mean it to be, but I don't have time for limited thinkers. Yeah. You get that? Yeah, 100%. So, you know, okay, the car is not starting, but but the battery's dead. Like, like, why is that not registering to you? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. for me, I just, you know, I get weird on that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And... And another thing that he always taught me is, is failure uh, is just a, a weak man's way out. Mm. That's an overstatement and really rather cruel, but so true. Yeah. I mean, failure is a weak man's way out. Now, what that's not saying is if you fail, you're a weak man. Right. What it's saying is if you fail and you choose to quit, but we didn't want you here know how. Yeah, that's what I can't we do. Mean. I can't fight. I can't win no fight with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you knuckle up and come back, you know, we figure it out. Well, now we got somebody we can grow with. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. So to your to your question, I had to give it all to my father and my uncles. I mean, they they they're all the same. They the same. They they would build compressors for just random things just because that junk was fun to them. That stuff is not fun to me. Yeah. Like, everything yeah. that I'm telling you that this 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 juice that I have, I tell my, my baby at the side game, I was telling you, I said, baby, you got the juice. Now, don't mess up this juice I done gave you. Yeah. you take this juice, yeah. you pour it in a cup, and you drink as much of it as you need to do what you need to do. Yeah. They gave me the juice, but I applied differently than what, the way they applied it because I have technology mm-hmm. and a lot of employees. Mm. So it's different now. You know what I mean? Right. So it's a beautiful thing. Right. Man, that was some... That's 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 dope right there. That the 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 weak man, the uh, the uh, failure failure is, is weak man's, man's way, way out. out. Yeah. Man, that's that's dope right there. That's dope. And you know what? What's um what's crazy about what you're saying is everything that you're saying. Like my dad wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I've had to like mustered up the 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 grit in me. To just keep going, I had to 
find little mantras that you know what fuck it i'm gonna just i'm gonna just go figure it out yeah you know what i'm saying and it's just over time that i've been having to do that at every step every step of the way in my life just figuring and figuring shit out what do i want to do all right let's figure it out you know what i mean even 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 this little small little space right here it was just like man i don't know how to fucking run this computer i don't know how to fucking do the sound i don't know how to man who going who I'm going to get to to record this shit? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was all these things but I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure it out. Like I'm gonna just go. And that that's the same way I feel about Man, I'm about to give you something, doc. What? What's up? Get on my people's nerves with this thing. I want folks that's really good at figuring out yeah, how to figure it out. <laughs> Dog, like the joker that can master how to figure out figure how to out. figure it out. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you got to figure yeah. out how, how to, to figure, figure it out. out. <laughs> That's a whole nother science, man. You know what I mean? Like, what's the problem? I don't know, but I'm going to figure, figure it out. out. Yeah. Because when you think about that, most people don't have the patience to really take the time or put forth the effort, right? They don't have the nuts, honestly, man. Yeah. Dog, that's a process. And I'm going to tell you something, man. I'm going to tell you something that I've had to really deal with in my life. So my mother and my father, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Cosby kid. Man, mm. if I grew up better than the Cosby kids. You know what I'm mm. saying? I, I had a great situation. Yeah. But, dude, I, I, I'm I probably just now over the last seven years really figuring that out. I just I just didn't really I didn't really get it. Mm. And the reason why I've been able to kind of figure it out here lately because, you know, with, with, with some black folks, I'm awkward. Because I ain't for that bug crap. Right. right? With yeah. white folks, I'm awkward. Because I sure enough ain't for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's like, what does that mean? Well, what I'm saying is, it's like, dude... Don't tell me about what you didn't have. Mm. But I had to be careful because as I mature and I realize exactly what I what I had, it's like it's like my father died. So I can talk that talk on how to deal with grief. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But say he was alive. I mean, I'm not qualified to, to really talk about grief. Mm. In the same vein, I can't I can't tell your story. As much as I may feel like, man, you know what? I'm a dope black man, and I am, right? Yeah. And I'm very unapologetic about that statement, right? Yeah. Um, and I'll just say this right quick, because when I look at my wife, she's super dope. When I look at my kids, they definitely dope. So I got to get a little credit for that, so I know I'm dope. Yeah. If nothing else, yeah. for that, right? Absolutely. But but coming back, I cannot tell you how to go get it and, like, or, or let me say that better. I can't tell you where to pull from, right, to encourage you. To go do it in terms of how you feel that void. Because I didn't have that void. Matter of fact, that don't even register with you. No, it yeah. don't, man. I, when I was in high school, Leandre Brown, I'll never forget this. He said, man, if I saw my daddy, I'd punch that nigga. It was, a, it was a situation, right? But when he said that, bro... You see the goosebumps? Mm-hmm. Bro, it impacted me. Because it's like, I just had never heard nobody say nothing. I just not something that hit your daddy. Right. Bro, we grew up on a farm. We had a beef master bull. True story. We worming the bull. Heartworms. We poured this stuff called liquid mycin down their back. We got a big situation to make it easier. Blah, 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 blah. We pointed it down. Shorty back. Shorty go crazy. Shorty started turning up the corral. And this is, this is I'm so underplaying this story, but for the sake of time. My old man throws me off the deal into a bell of, hey, get behind the H-post. I know that none of this stuff means anything to you, but just know the H-post is going to save me. Shorty broke down one fence and came and slammed himself on that H-post. Uh-huh. And if he had done it again, he was going to crush me. 
Mm. My old man jumps over the fence, and I, I can see it like it was yesterday. Digs that right foot back, and he had this thing where he tucked that lip yeah. and hit Shorty. Boom! Right in the nose. Shorty staggered, walked out into the field, <laughs> fell over, and died. Man, I was 12 years old, man. I couldn't believe what I had just, like, what? Like, it just died. Hey. So when Leandre say he go yeah, punch yeah. it, I'm like, oh no, not bro. my daddy. Not in my daddy. <laughs> no, that ain't gonna go. Well, I'm gonna over hit a bull and he died. Now years later, bro, I figured out that the doggone bull had an allergic reaction to the liquid mice, and that's why he died. Oh, <laughs> but, but I didn't know it then. Yes. I was like, man, my old man, like freaking Batman or Superman or something, man. Like he'll kill you if he hit you, doc. Like, and they already had them big old hands, man. So it's like, nah, bro. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna take my whooping and go to bed. Yeah. As a matter of fact, that I'm gonna whoop myself if you want me to, and I'm just gonna go on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was to the point where, like, really, I didn't get a lot of whoopings after about eleven or twelve, only because I got whooped every day. You know what I mean? Mm. Up there, but my old man would only give me three strokes, man, because mm. he hit so oh. hard. Yeah. Oh, he whooped me one time, man. Three <laughs> strokes, man, and the first one was gonna break you. The second and third was abusive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, you get my point. Yeah, so, yeah. With, so I'm walking around with this giant of a man, a dead man, in my head, and I'm still fighting to make sure I do not fail him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll tell you what type of dude he was. On his deathbed, bro, he giving me the game. And the thing that was most um, probably impactful for me, and it has really kept me, right, um, he said, look, I never went outside this house on your mama, mm. but I didn't do it for her. It was mm. so that I could have this conversation with you, mm. and I expect you to have the same with yours. You understand how much pressure that is, yeah, man? Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. No. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But the way he had built me, man, when he told me that, bro, it's such a badge of honor for me. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because my father told me. Right. That I'm going to run with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And God bless, man. You know, I've, I've been able to, you know, save face and, you know, stay on the good foot. And good. Do all the right things, right? <laughs> good. Good. But it's a challenge every day. Yeah. But it's it's that motivation, right? That really, I got partners right now. We talk about, you know, because, you know, I love, I love man talk. And man talk, just like women talk, can get ugly sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. But the homies know. They know where I'm at on certain things. So because they know where I'm at, there's certain things where they won't even invite me. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, bruh, hey, JC, uh, hey, man, uh, you, you need to ride the bench on this one, dog. Just <laughs> yeah. reaping the line. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but I'm appreciative of that because what they're doing is they, they, you know, they respecting my inner. You know what I mean? They, they know who I am. They know right. how I rock. You know, because right. I love the Lord, too, man. Right. And we drank a little bit. And I, you know, I'm drinking some more. But I ain't tripping. I smoke good cigar with the best of them. But I love the Lord. And I, and I want to make sure that my legacy is one that reflects, you know, uh, a certain level of righteousness. Right. Mm. Now, I do believe men need to be men. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to have a tough conversation and walk away, shake hands, and, go, and still be mean. Right. Right. I don't like men to act like chicks. You know right. what I'm saying? Like that, to me, that's, I can't dip. My old man hit a bull and Nick died. So that's them kind of dudes I was raised with. Right. 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 It's right, like right. if you got a problem with it, go fix it. Shake hands. Even if you don't like each other, you figure that junk out. When y'all get to church, you joke a smile for the camera. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't act like bras and be all <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah. So when you start putting all of these things you know, together, I was walking around just different, man. Mm-hmm. Not really understanding when I'm pissing somebody off because I didn't insulted them, not on purpose, but just it's just 
Just who all you I are. know, man. Yeah, like yeah. I don't mean no, no home. You know what I mean? One of the homies was telling me yesterday, I got this golf group, Good Brothers, right? And he was like, JC, the first time you came through, man, you had your blaze on at the, blaze on at the airport, man. You went over and sat down by yourself. And uh, he was like, man, look at that old stuck-up nigga over there, man. Who, who do you think he is? <laughs> I like, nigga, I was on the phone, man. Right. I have a conference call, you know, every day at 7 o'clock in the morning. Like, I, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't know, man. We just thought, well, dog, yeah. it's all good, man. I got an organization. This is what we do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't waver for anyone specifically that don't impact my emotional, <laughs> my financial, or my spiritual bottom line. Mm. Right? And to be quite frank with you, on a 7 o'clock basis, my emotional and my financial are far more important to me than my spiritual. Because my spiritual is something I do a little bit earlier or a little later. But at 7 o'clock, I'm going to deal with my financial <laughs> and my emotional. <laughs> yeah. So everything else at that time was only centered around that, right? Mm. So when you start moving like that, it takes a certain measure of consistency. Because yeah. jokers are always coming for you. You know what I mean? They always have these preconceived notions, right? And the only thing that you have that's going to beat it is what? Consistency. consistency, yeah. If I'm the same joker you met, you know, ten years ago, well, then you know, right? Like, ain't nothing, ain't nothing you know what you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah, call me when you need me. I got you. Yeah. But as for right now, I gotta go do this. Matter of fact, I'm gonna do this, and I ain't gonna tell you no more. Don't yeah. stop calling me at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's just a measure of how you walk, how you move, and this this culmination of everything that's been put into you. So coming to the next step of well, I don't have certain things that I want, right? Well, you just got through telling me about, you know, how you listen to uh, uh, Warren Buffett. And I, I'm in love with the concept of mentors that don't know me. I'm in love with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Dog. Oh, man, if I went down the line of books, more importantly, the authors that I love, mm-hmm. that I'm in love with, that I speak to while I'm reading their books, man. Dog. <laughs> and you see it. It, it, it does something for me, yeah. right? So, yeah, I'm different. I do different stuff. I get different results. But it really boils down to the different things that I do. You know what I'm saying? If you do the same thing everybody else is doing, you're going to be get, the same thing that they are. Exactly. So you, you got to move and get to a place where you're okay with being the awkward black guy or the awkward white guy or the awkward Mexican, whatever it is, mm-hmm. awkward woman, whatever it is, and just move the way you move, man, knowing that you're going to get the results that you want in the end. Right. Right. Man, you dropping some jewels on me, man. No, man, we just, it's light talk, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, look. This is some jewels, I, I love this, though, man. Yeah, yeah. That's why when Reggie hit me, he said, man, I need you to do, do me a favor. I said, all right, Doc, I got you, man. Don't trip. Yeah, yeah. We're going to work it out. Yeah, yeah, He didn't tell me he's a noob, though. Yeah, I don't know why. I might have called you a few more times before I just showed <laughs> <Yeah>. up. Because <laughs> I, was, I was like, man, Johnny BSing, man. He ain't calling me back. He ain't texting me. I'm like, man, what's going on? Anybody that know me, <laughs> dog, if somebody that know me hear that, man, they just slapped the radio. They just slapped the <laughs> <laughs> that nigga don't never return no t- Look, dog, why we been here, man? Like, I ain't got time to answer all this stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I want to show you, just so you know. <laughs> just so you know. 179 of the all messages, I don't even look at unknown senders. Mm. So if I ain't got you, it just... Yeah. yeah. But it's about protecting my time. No, and my, I get In my that. mental space. I get that now. Just because the joker called me don't mean I got to answer. I'm not obligated to answer your call unless mm. you're in the household with me or you're my mama. Right. You know what I mean? But other than that, I call you. I got you. Yeah. Or I don't. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know, we'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Or you'll figure it out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Either way. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I love it, man. So, 
as far as um, as far as business wise, right? Because you never you never really could control who you do business with, right? On the business side, how do you separate? You know who you are from. Let me let me let me let me let me tuck who I am so I can make the business, or you don't compromise that at all. Man, that is a that is an excellent question. I have absolutely compromised that in the past. Mm. You know, and it, it, we call it code switching. Mm, okay. And code switching is not something uh, that the other side has to do. But black folks, we we normally walk around with, uh, "Hey there, fella, how you doing? God bless you today." Right. Right. You know, and then we see each other off the. My nigga, what's up? What's man? that? You know, it, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's code. It's it's two different things, mm, right? Okay. So let's you know elephant in the room Trump. You know the people that support Trump help me make a lot of money. Okay, now this is we get into the gray area now. Right? Mm-hmm. What does that mean, then, Johnny? Does that mean you a Trumper? No, absolutely not. You know how I vote. You ain't got to ask me that. You know where I'm at. You know what I mean they know where I'm at. Yeah, but I keep it above board and I keep it light because here's the thing: people have a right. To do what they want to do in America, no matter how it makes you feel. Unfortunately for black folks, at one point they had a right to keep us tucked in the closet in the basement, you know, <laughs> that they own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was also legal. Yeah. So you got you to fully encompass all of these things, right? So for me, as I go about my approach or as I approach my business, well, my business partner is white. Matter of fact, he's a, he's a Jew hiding in a white body. Mm, okay. I always tell them that. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, there's a measure of persecution that Jewish folks have gone through too. By no means am I saying that they are the same because they absolutely are not. But they've had their struggles, right? right. And I don't want to minimize the Holocaust and the Jewish plight in terms of their struggles in any shape, form, or fashion, right? In the same vein, if he were here, he would also give the same credence and respect to our struggles. So me and him got, we've we, we been having the game. Hey, Doc, if you need a white dude, let me know. You know, if they need to be black, let me know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we yeah. have those conversations. Yeah, and yeah. we're very open. <clears throat> and it's like one of them things where if we broke up tomorrow, we'll make no difference. We'll make up, you know, that evening because we married. <laughs> yeah. we, we ain't done too much. We got too much together and came too far. And we understand the big picture. We're aligned on the big picture in terms of being down, getting down the road. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. If I die, it's what you do for my family. You die, I got you. It's, what, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know I mean, so yeah, I, I I've I've sacrificed myself for the greater good, mm-hmm. and I got paid for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's here's how I justify that. I take I take that profit, and I still do what I do that supports me. Now. We put me on the wall, you know, there's a circle and there'll be a lot of tentacles and there's a lot of people um, that I've been blessed to be able to support and help and, and nurture, you know, financially. And again, I told you before, I love to give. So that is, you know, so I'm not going to uh, let you call me an Uncle Tom and jeopardize stopping the revenue because of your lack of understanding of how the revenue game works, mm-hmm. right? Um, for the sake of maybe this white dude called me a nigga, but I still close a deal. 
right? Because mm-hmm. there's one thing that I take great pride in, in in business, and that's doing business with a racist. Ain't no check I'd rather cash than a check from a racist. Mm-hmm. Just think about that for a minute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Think about the beauty in that, yeah. right? Jokers wasn't get paid, getting paid by no slave owner back in the day, but now this joke got to pay me what I asked for. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah, yeah. So I take I take pride in that, and not so much from a uh, vindictive perspective, but just from the perspective of yeah, man, I love America. Now I feel like the flag and all this junk have been weaponized in the in the you know in the environment we in right now. But I still love America. I'm gonna throw up the fist. I'm gonna do all the things that's gonna represent the folks that I represent because I got a 12 year old son that I'll kill you behind. Mm-hmm. So it's like don't get it twisted. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm gonna do everything I need to do to support my people. But I got a lot of dope white folks on the payroll, man, that love me, and I love them. And if you really get into history, the Underground Railroad, Harriet wasn't stopping at black people's houses. She was stopping at white folks' houses, willing participants in change. So you have to walk through this, this life with the understanding that, yeah, you may be viewed uh, in a deficient light, but there are some lights out there that want to help you, and it is your job mm-hmm. to be receptive and open enough to take the, the, the good with the bad. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And it's, and it's tough. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. My first encounter with the Texas Land Title Association meeting, the joker told me ain't no place in the Texas title business for niggas and Jews. Told me that to my face, Doc. What? Man. And you know what? Then commenced teaching me a lesson. You hear me? Uh-huh. Like, bro, L. And I, I can't even tell you on this show what I did. I tell you after you turn it off what I did. Okay. And I, and I regret it. <laughs> I, I poked the bear. I should have sat down and shut up. I can hear my old man saying, oh, boy. <laughs> pride. My financial advisor always say, your pride will F you every time. Every time, Your pride man. will kill you. Every your time. Your pride of how you laid up in a ditch with ants crawling out your nose. Because you was time. too prideful. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I carry, I walk around with a big bag of pride. And that's something I've really worked on. Humility and pride. You know, just just making sure that I, I consider how, how I'm received by other people. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It's important. Yeah, yeah. Man, I ain't going to hold you. I know you running, man. But this was like, this was probably one of the best shows that we've had. No, it's just, just conversation it's, between, you know, regular guys, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and this, this is dope, man. I know. And then give your title company again. Community any, National Title. Okay. Um. Several locations across the Metroplex, uh, Addison, Fort Worth, South Dallas. And uh, we can help with any, any and all of your global title needs. If you want to get with us, uh, you can uh, email me at uh, johnny at c-n-a-t-t-i-t-l-e dot com. Uh, or just go to our website. Uh, you hit us on the gram, uh, Facebook, Community National Title, uh, whatever you need. We, we, we take care of you. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I appreciate this, Johnny. My pleasure, man. Man, I appreciate this, man. This was this was dope. Um, When I saw jazz, I felt at home. I was like, okay, (laughs) yeah, jazz, jazz, good people, man. Jazz, good people. Yo, man. Um, yo, thank y'all for tapping in with us. This has been the Tap In Podcast. Holla. God bless.